Happy Wednesday, my sweet angels. Thank you so much for being here. I love you so much. Um, I was thinking about this. I feel like a lot of people's podcasts start with like, I hope you're having the best day, the best Wednesday. I hope you're feeling good and everything. But like, what if you're not, you know, like, I just hope you're taking care of yourself and even if it's not the best day of your life, I hope you're just like cradling your mind and playing and relaxing um, and just like finding the little beauties in the little moments. <laughs> but anyway, I wanted to start off by saying that this is the second week we're doing the questions before the podcast. I post them on my Instagram um, and then I will answer them on here and they're anonymous. So if that's something, if you have something you would like to be answered anonymously, I will um, answer them on here. Um, And thank you to everyone who sent in a question. And yeah, just know that this will be posted every week. So, um, and obviously, if it's wellness related, I try my best to make sure I'm not just pulling shit out of my ass and answering with my opinion. I'll make sure it's a legit answer. But if it's like lifestyle related, I will just you know, answer to the best of my ability from my own opinions and experiences. So I'll start off with the first question. And the first one was your best advice for living a simple and authentic life without fearing judgment. And I, I love this question. So I actually did an episode a couple months back about the unbothered era. And then this one is the unapologetic era. So you can tell like what (laughs) what's going on in my life like I'm just in the bad bitch mode so um and side note these are not like I know it's like I'm saying era but I'm really saying like this is this is something where I'm just learning how good it feels to be authentic and unapologetic and it's probably not just going to be an era it's going to be for the rest of my life um it's just something a few things that I'm really tuning into recently so um i'm just glad this question was asked because it really aligns with the episode and the previous ones um but yeah living a simple and authentic life without fearing judgment i feel like is a really big question but at the same time i feel like everyone is asking that and the first thing that i would say is to first lean into and get to know your fear and understand it and become friends with it and see where it might be coming from. Um, I feel like the things that are the most uncomfortable, like fear or anxiety, are just parts of us that need the most love and attention and can actually become our superpowers when we bring light to them. And then ask yourself, what do you want to be known for? And start doing things that align with your purpose and act like there are no outside influences on you. And also... Just truly understand that there is no one on this planet that does not have a purpose. So your authenticity is what we need. It's a part of the recipe. Like if like if you're baking cookies and you forget to put in the egg, your your cookies are going to crumble and fall apart. Like you are the egg or the sugar, like whatever you want to be. You are necessary to this ingredient list. Um, you're very necessary to this collective and we need your authenticity and you don't need to justify your actions or ever explain yourself. Just live however you want to live and you'll just 
gently set an example for others and set the bar high for yourself. Like I, I was, um, I kind of am going through a huge transition phase in my life and something came up that I really wanted to do. And I'm going to talk about this in the next episode because it's getting really real. Um, but I was experiencing like self-doubt and fear, a lot of fear because I feel comfortable where I'm at. And what I did was just say, if there was no one else in the world but me, like what would I do? And that kind of took a lot of the fear out of the way. And like, you know, honestly, this sounds morbid, but like if I was on my deathbed, what would I rather do? Do this thing or regret doing it? Like obviously do the thing. So that kind of eliminated the fear of doing it but yeah like you are if you're even asking this question you're already on your way to living authentically and without fear because you're bringing awareness to that so thank you for that question the next one is what is your superpower and why do you think why do you think it is my superpower and how did you how did you get it um so I thought a lot about on this, like, what is my superpower? And I came to the conclusion that right now, I think it's kind of like always shifting um, based on the season of life that I'm in. But I think right now my superpower is my openness. And this is kind of, it pertains to a lot of different things but I'll explain so I haven't always been as open as I am now um but right now I feel like I'm very open to people's experiences and hearing about them and stories and feedback you know like constructive feedback um I feel like I have a really good ability to listen to how other people are perceiving situations without being offended or feeling criticized or downplaying or gaslighting them like it's their experience and I'm open to it you know whether it's something that it feels like it it would have um offended me in the past I'm just like okay I can't doubt that that's your experience or I can't downplay that that's what you're feeling so I'm just I've been very open to the way other people are perceiving their world because everyone is their own main character um But yeah, I feel like I'm very open to change and new experiences and opening my heart to people without fear of being let down or heartbroken. I'm just really open, you know, and kind of like detached from the outcome of things. Um, And I think I cultivated this little superpower because I spent most of my life very closed off and defensive and that just wasn't working for me and I didn't want to live that way anymore and I learned um I started to learn a little bit more about astrology a few years ago and so for those of you who don't know I'm a Scorpio and I read that they can be very defensive and I was like well I don't want that to define me so let's not be like that you know like let's just be open you know something sometimes people do say things especially on social media behind their phones on like the comments especially on tiktok i feel like it just reaches a huge audience and people will be criticized critical critical they'll be critical sometimes and i experienced that on my instagram i had posted something and someone wrote to me like dm'd me and i was a i was at first 
impulse kind of offended like okay you're on my page like if you have something bad to say like just unfollow me but I took a step back and I was like wait like I could actually take something from like from this like they're obviously seeing this in a completely different way than I am but that doesn't mean that it's wrong you know it just means like okay well why am I getting defensive about it and I actually like thought about it and was like they're kind of right like I am open to that okay and I kind of just like put myself in the back seat there for a second but yeah I feel like it's openness right now um the next question was how and where to even begin with intuitive eating okay so this is a beautiful question because it's kind of the foundation of everything that I'm doing um but I feel like there's been years of programming just been ingrained into our minds with rules and villainized foods and normalizing restrictive dieting. Like we've become so far out of tune with our body and not knowing what we actually like or need. Um, and there actually is a point where if you practice this, like you can ask yourself, like, what does my body need? And it sounds like really stupid and weird, but that's because it's just not normalized. Like the opposite is normalized, you know, like the ads, this is what you need Buy this, blah, blah, blah. You're, you're overweight. You need to do this diet. You're too skinny. You need to eat this like da da da. da. It's like all that we know is kind of based on relying on outside opinions and influences to make us feel like that's what we need um but all of that like you know villainizing foods and restrictive dieting can become dangerous and it can turn into a feeling where like we feel like we need to earn a meal by exercising first or on the other hand becoming obsessed with food prepping you know like being overly obsessed with like being healthy it's like there's a huge spectrum to this but what intuitive eating means to me is it just eliminates the stress around food. And the reason that I think it's so important is because the stress that you're experiencing around eating can actually cause other issues in the body. Like your body recognizes when it's in a stressed state, whatever the situation is, and it can actually lead to things like poor digestion and just like dysfunction in the body because stress is just, it, it affects every system in the body and on another note food is meant to bring pleasure and conversation and community and joy and like I know this sounds dramatic but I'm dramatic sometimes like we spend this one life on a floating rock in space we deserve to experience food as a delicacy and as an abundant aspect of our lives and Ugh, like I, I always hate to kind of like bring back like the things like I struggled with this. So like, let me talk about it, blah, blah, blah. You don't always need to have a reason for why you're talking about things. You know what I mean? Like it doesn't like everything you do doesn't always need to revolve around the problem that you used to have, you know, like, so I'm just going to talk a little bit about like what helped me without too much focus on like the problems I used to have, if that makes sense. Um, but I was kind of the person that was like overly, um, restrictive and then overly obsessed with food, blah, 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 blah. But, um, so I fell into like the trap of like villainized foods, whatever. And I wouldn't eat things that had like certain things in them. Um, and so the thing that helped me was like exposure therapy. And 
like I used to binge on food pretty often because I restricted so bad. So my first step was bringing those foods in and buying them and exposing myself and making them available. And the first few times I would literally eat a whole bag of chips and a pint of ice cream. Like it was annoying. (laughs) I'm like, I cannot control myself. Um, and then a few weeks later I would be brave enough to like buy them again and remember how terrible it felt the first time. And then I just kept doing this more and more, um, bringing those foods in and then they became less exciting because they were just available and they weren't seen as much of a treat. And eventually I just like had them around and I wouldn't feel like I need to like eat them while they lasted or something. You know what I mean? Um, and on the other hand, if you're someone who has like a little sneaking suspicion that you aren't getting enough to eat during the day and you come home and raid the pantry, incorporating more food into your day will be a huge game changer. That way, like you're not coming home starving and you can mindfully choose what you're eating. Um, but intuitive eating is all about like pausing for a moment and really asking yourself, what does my body need and what is the feeling that I want to get from eating? And also enjoying what you're goddamn eating. Like go to the restaurant and eat the fettuccine Alfredo just because it sounds good and you want to eat it. Like you're living your life, you know, that one meal isn't going to do anything and you should, you deserve to eat what you want. Um, and you know, I know you're, what you're probably thinking like, well, what if, if I'm like just listening to my cravings, like what if I'm craving a cheeseburger and fries? all the time like well first of all go eat the cheeseburger and fries and second of all like just notice how you feel afterwards this was a huge thing for me like I would eat that and I've you know things like that and I would not feel as good as I wanted to and so then I would start to make a little bit you know I'd shift my choices around the food that I was eating and you'll just start to notice yourself tuning in more and respecting your needs and You'll desire the feeling over the actual food sometimes. You know what I mean? Like going both ways. Like whether it's a healthy food, you just like, you know, would you rather eat a cheeseburger right now or like a really good like hearty salad? Like how do you want to feel? Do you want to feel like, damn, I loved that cheeseburger. Like I'm going to lay down now or like um, I'm going to eat this like other meal that's like traditionally healthy, I guess and feel like super energized i don't know like i don't know how to put this without sounding like i'm villainizing foods because i'm not i'm not trying to do that um but then on the other hand it's like focusing on how you want to feel like if you want to go out to a restaurant and you're you know sometimes like afraid of ordering something because it has a lot of calories or like it's really dense and whatever like high carb like first of all carbs are good for you and second of all like if you want to eat that like what's your intention behind it do you just want to feel like you want to eat comfort food and you want to feel like you know you're a kid again and you want to eat like chicken nuggets and fries like or do you want to just share a really good comfort meal with a friend so it just all is all about your intention behind it and there is no bad food there's no bad or good food. I I know that there's things that I talk about that I'm like, okay, stay away from this maybe because they're like inflammatory oils. But at the end of the day, like enjoying your food is the most important thing to me. 
Um, and the more you do that, the more self-respect you're going to cultivate for yourself. And, you know, the better the choices you make will align with that mindset and you're worthy of enjoying food. I think I actually have a whole episode on this. So just scroll down on um, my podcast and you'll probably see an intuitive eating. I think it was pretty far down, but that's kind of like at a point where I was really focusing on that. So I'll have more to say on that and probably I would better articulate it in that episode um, and not just be like blabbing right now. But thank you for that question. I love that question. Um, The next one is I struggle with sleep due to stress. I wake up and my mind won't stop. How have you managed this? Um, Okay, this is a good question. So for me personally, I've always slept like a literal baby, but I have had a few nights um, recently where like my mind literally cannot shut off. So I know exactly what this feels like. And the thing that's helped me is compartmentalizing throughout the day. What are the things that you can actually have control over right now? And what are the things that I can put away? Like, what do I have control over versus what can be dealt with tomorrow? And something that helps me with this that's actually tangible is that I um, write things down on a to-do list for the next day right before I go to bed. So it helps me take my mind off of those things and you know, the stress that I might forget something I need to do tomorrow and know that it's on paper. I'm good to go. I do not need to worry about it. And it literally like escapes my mind. Um, but stress management throughout the day is huge. I could go on this forever. Um, but I feel like you can't just decide right before bed. Okay. I'm going to shut off everything and not be stressed because like in my experience, I feel like I need to be like, fully enlightened and like a monk that meditates 12 hours a day to be able to do that like it's so hard if you're stressed all day to just shut it off at night like that is like honestly impossible so something that's helped me is creating a nighttime routine and your brain will start to get used to the routine and become conditioned to know that it's time to wind down and go to sleep. It's super powerful. And then the other thing is sleep meditations. I listen to Yogi with Brian um, meditations and it's just almost like he goes through like a body, like a full body scan. And it just like puts my focus on like my my breathing and my my physical body rather than my mind and then that puts me right to sleep um so I hope this answered your question thank you for that um the next one was I came to see you at work and your coworker said you're a slacker and called out sick (laughs) yeah I got so sick at the end of work two days ago and so I called out yesterday because I was extremely unwell um and so yeah I was just resting Um, the next question is, tell us about an aspect of your wellness journey that you excel in and one that is challenging. Okay. One that I excel in is my morning routine slash ritual. It is sacred to me. And I feel like my day is literally so thrown off without it. And I feel like my brain, like I said, the nighttime routine, it's similar to that. Like my body just knows that it's time to start my day, that I'm reassuring myself that I, I care about myself and I'm taking the time to, take the time for myself (laughs) and it feels so much like a ritual and I don't 
I give it up for anything. Like I will, if I get up 10 minutes before I leave, I will find a way to fit everything in. (laughs) Or if I wake up 10 minutes before I have to go to work, that's what I mean. I will find a way to get that shit done. (laughs) Um, One thing I find challenging is freaking movement. Like it's helped my skin so much and just like really stagnant energy. I know the benefits of it. But you guys, like if it's anything besides walking or dancing around my apartment, like I don't really, I'm not, I don't know, I'm not interested. Like I don't really love going to the gym and I tried yoga. It's just like not my jam. But you know what sounds fun to me is pole dancing or like aerial ribbon type situation. It just sounds so feminine and playful. Like, I really want to try those. I feel like if I were to try those or like reformer Pilates where there's like an actual class and it's like fun and interactive, like I would like that. But like right now, my only movement practices are like walking and dancing. So there you go. Um, But we're going to get into the episode now. I hope that was fun for you. Um... So uh, we're going to talk about the unapologetic era and I'm using it as a play on of the unbothered era. And like I said earlier, this isn't just like an era. I feel like this is just something I'm, it's an era of me learning about it and then I'm going to take it as sustainable little habits and mindsets for the remainder of my life because they're so powerful and, um, to preface a little bit about why I'm doing this is because I've gone through twi- quite the transformation in the past few months and it's still happening. And, you know, like what I thought was going to stick around in my life ended up not sticking around and um, everything's changing like so much differently than I had planned. And what's funny is that... Um, I wrote in my journal almost exactly two months ago, and I don't know why this two-month thing popped into my brain, but it did, and I feel like a freaking like psychic witch. I wrote, my life is going to look a lot different two months from now, and yep, <laughs> I once everything is solidified, I will let you know what's been going on um, in my life, but like everything's kind of still like working itself through, so... I'm going to wait on that um, because sometimes I don't like to talk about things until they're like, you know, solidified. Um, But yeah, everything's changing. So I just like wanted to talk about this today because I feel like, okay, this will all make sense. I feel like my brain is just scattered right now. I feel like my entire life one of the main words in my vocabulary was sorry. And I was feeling this a lot through um, the transition that I recently went through, which was my breakup. And I was just like realizing how much I was saying sorry. And it really doesn't have much to do specifically with the breakup. But I just really noticed that recently and I'm learning a whole new version of myself as I know it and I'm learning not to apologize like for my emotions and how I'm perceiving something and how I decide to carry myself and how I decide to live my life and what my actions are and I the idea of this episode was kind of birthed from this like 
whole realization that like other people genuinely have their own ability to claim or not claim the energy that you put out. Like whatever you do or say or act like, whatever it is, is purely your own experience. And what you're doing now is based on a whole life of other experiences that led you to make the choices you're making today. And that goes for everyone. I said this earlier, but everyone is the main character in their own life, you guys. Like what you do and how you're acting is based on an entire life that you've lived and the experiences within every moment of every day and same with everyone. So the fact that I would like apologize for my actions or like what I would say is like, it, it just like doesn't really make sense to me anymore. Because first of all, I know that there's good intention behind literally every single thing that I do. And I don't do things to like intentionally hurt people. So there's really no need to apologize. And this sounds kind of like, I don't know if it sounds rude, but it's not like that. And it's just like honoring your own experiences and the decisions that you're making because of that. And it's like, what, like, there's, what does apologizing even do? Um, first of all, I feel like for me, it finish, diminishes my own confidence and like my power. And it feels like I'm just giving it away to someone else to like make them feel better or more comfortable about what I'm saying or what I'm doing. You know, like that's not your job. That is not your damn job. That is their job to either claim it or not. Um, like you're just being you. Um, and I just, I don't know. Like I feel like I'm in this time of really getting to know myself and treating myself and um, just taking care of my mind and being completely unbothered and trusting the universe and sitting back and relaxing and not honestly spending too much time like manifesting and quite literally just letting things come to me that are meant to come to me. Um, so just this act of taking care of myself so deeply has allowed me to be closer with my thoughts and intentions and understand who I am, which definitely has boosted my confidence. But I also just know that whatever I'm doing, like I said, is with good intention so there's no need to say sorry and it's like even in the day-to-day things it's like kind of what I started practicing with like even when I'm late somewhere I know that it was probably for a good reason like or I was just like feeling slow or like even if I just like honestly didn't care like sometimes it's like I don't I like honestly just don't care about like if I'm late I don't know it's okay so I just say thank you for waiting for me instead of sorry I'm late like it can be as small as that and I just want you to know like notice today or tomorrow how often I mean today or tomorrow or the next day whatever like how often you say sorry and just try to replace it with a different phrase because like you I don't know it just will boost your confidence. I just know it. <laughs> um, like, for example, like, say you bump into someone. Don't say, oh, sorry. Say, oops, didn't see you there. Like, 
you know, it's just the littlest things that can make such a big difference in your confidence in the way you carry yourself. And another thing that I do very often, and I'm sorry to anyone who's ever, oh my God, I just did it. I said, I'm sorry. <laughs> See, I'm still working on this. Oh, that just made me sweat. I'm like, I'm not practicing when I preach. <laughs> um, yeah, it's, I mean, it's hard. I don't know. Sometimes I don't know what else to say other than I'm sorry, but that's the thing. It's, I'm, I'm practicing you guys. <laughs> that was funny. Um, but what I'm trying to say is I am not the world's best timely replier of text messages and I would always text back sorry I'm replying so late sorry it took me so long blah 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 okay so with that the thing is we live in a world that is always on like everyone is sucked into the instant gratification instant satisfaction now 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 which I get because technology you know kind of wired our brains to do that but personally I don't know what where that exactly comes from and I feel that sometimes like with the instant gratification it feels good um but with that I realize you know when someone texts you they probably want you to reply promptly and I realize, like, since this happens to me so much, and this is, like, probably one of the biggest areas that I would be like, sorry, sorry, sorry. Like, I just started to acknowledge the fact that I, you know, like, if I am just busy or if I don't have the capacity to message this person back at this moment in time, even for a day, I'm not going to apologize for that. Sometimes I'm not in a good headspace to reply or sometimes I am busy and I don't feel like adding to the pile of thoughts that I have right now so I'm not going to apologize from that I'm just going to say like hey um thanks for waiting for my reply I've been super busy or you don't even need to justify it you know like um just get back to them when you can you know most of the time people are not waiting around for you and it's okay just to be like hey I was taking time for myself yesterday didn't have the capacity to respond but I'm happy to chat now blah 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 or just don't even justify it just respond and do the best you can we are confident unbothered unapologetic we're thriving relaxing playing enjoying life being mindful setting intentions. We don't have time to apologize for the person we are. And we're letting other people claim what they want to claim and carry on and be our baddie selves. And most of the time, from my personal experience, I would say is that you just being you will kind of set the tone and let other people know how you operate. And if they want to engage with you, they can. And then they will understand that you have good intentions and that you are not purposely ignoring them. I do this with my friends now and I feel like this is just like filtered people out that I don't really want in my life too. Sounds like simple, but it really makes like big differences. Like I know that 
I've attracted the type of people in my life, especially my friends here in Denver. You know, we're all kind of like the same way. A few of my friends do this too, or we just take so long to respond. And I don't question it. I don't get offended. I don't think they're ignoring me. I don't think that they want to not talk to me. I just know that they're going to respond when they have the capacity to do so. And so switch that around and know that you are deserving to do that as well. Like you have things going on and you're busy. You don't need need to like wait on people's um, impatience, I guess. Um, And it will ultimately just lead to you becoming more confident. And yeah, just knowing that you have good intentions and the people in your life will understand that you do too. Like they will understand that you have good intentions and they will know that. I don't know. Good people will understand. Um, But yeah, I feel like that's pretty much all I have to say. I feel like those couple of examples can kind of be um, the catalyst to thinking of other ways to remain unapologetic in your life and ultimately just like living without fear of what other people think of you and knowing that the world needs your originality and you just who you are you don't need to change and you deserve to just live authentically and yeah i just wanted to end out the episode by telling you guys a little bit about the offering that i'm releasing on monday august 29th um and it is my digestion bible it is an ebook that is going to be in the link in my bio Um, It's extremely special to me and it's probably one of my favorite things that I've ever created. It is a guide that provides a digestible breakdown of how the system works, the foundations of digestion and gut health, um, what can go wrong and the first steps to finding solutions from a functional root cause approach. You guys, I'm telling you that this is literally going to be a lifesaver. Like, I am not someone who um, really loves the word coach. Like I am a certified health coach, but I don't really resonate with that word because I really believe that if you had the knowledge yourself, like if you had access to the knowledge about these things, like you would be your own coach. I'm just this person that provides information for you to tailor your journey to yourself with the knowledge that you need. Um, but this is basically an ebook that goes through everything that you probably need to know in terms of like optimizing your digestion and gut health and then some recommendations for um, supplementing that. Um, not specifically supplements, but just things that um, will definitely be a really great um, addition to the healing process. I am 100% confident in saying that I am honestly like a new woman after healing my gut. I just used to experience every symptom in the goddamn book for like digestive issues and it just manifested in like acne. I had a terrible memory. Um, I was tired all the time. I had like no energy and I would just bloat after literally drinking water, like anything. And I've done the steps. I've done the work. And this is like 
honestly probably four years of progress like condensed into one ebook I've been taking notes on this type of thing for ever and um I was able to combine it all into one like easy to understand um ebook for you and it's extremely helpful and I highly recommend um investing in yourself because you know like even serotonin is produced in your gut and everything that we every process in our body like revolves around proper digestion like the minerals you take in the vitamins the macro micronutrients like they need to be digested properly in order for them to actually be utilized so you could be eating like a super really good diet but if your gut health is not in check then it doesn't really matter like there if things are not being digested and absorbed and assimilated properly that's just kind of like a I don't know it's just a losing game but when your digestion and gut health are functioning correctly like your mood I mean like you just there's no going back for me at this point like this is my this is my jam and I can literally eat anything now without bloating a single bit and my skin has improved which is a huge confidence boost for me and yeah, just the energy, consistent energy through the day, good sleep, everything. So I'm very proud of this creation and I hope that you are able to invest in this. And if you aren't able to, then let me know and we can work something out. I will be doing a giveaway soon for some discounts for it. So stay tuned for that. And I hope that the rest of your day is really enjoyable and playful and you have a really good night's sleep. And I will see you next Wednesday.